0: Welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in, quick. Close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right. Don't start that again. Hey, look. We've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your signs should say, "Sorry, we're back open." Stop. Come on. So, what you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a. All right. Enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24/7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM NASH icon on your radio dial. Don't forget iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. Also, again, you can check us out on our podcast uh, on the Spotify Anchor app. At, at Eric on Squash on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, our social media platforms iHeartRadio Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, our uh, digital platforms at NashFM1061.com as well as EricHasher.com on the World Wide Web. Get a little bit of feedback, Rudy. Could you uh, work on that for us, please? Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. We've got um, uh, Mike Dettiglia on the program. That is going to be Thursday with our live broadcast on WLAE-TV. Also, again, uh, the live streaming on the WLETV YouTube page. I tell you what, this feedback is just too much. We're going to take a quick break here. I apologize for the technical difficulties, uh, but we're we'll right back and we'll go through the draft. We've got Larry Holder coming up at four thirty-five. That's going to be followed by Mike Triplett Scal- I'm sorry. to be followed by Mike Triplet at five thirty-five. So let's get, let's get rid of this feedback. We'll be right back after these messages. Don't move.
1: If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This
2: report
0: is sponsored by eBay Motors. you do anything to keep your vehicle happy. Let's make sure it stays running smoothly. With eBay guaranteed fit, the right parts are just a click away. When you see the green check, you know that part will fit. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
3: Good news for you. Accident we had I 10 eastbound at Reed Boulevard has been cleared. A little slow still from Morrison Road at this time. So about a three mile stretch of slower traffic. But the incident, 10 eastbound at Reed, cleared now. All lanes are back open. 610 westbound between Canal and I 10 Metairie. Seeing slow traffic in that area. I 10 westbound, Clearview Parkway to Veterans Boulevard, running slowly as well. I'm Michael Higgins from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center.
0: all right, welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. We apologize for the quick uh, technical difficulty. Hard to talk when you keep hearing yourself kind of reverberate back and forth. You know, I get enough of hearing myself all, uh, all, all the time without having to hear it again uh, in reverberation. But we're back. As I was mentioning, Mike Dutellia is going to join me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. That'll be pretty good with Mike giving us his take on what's going to happen with the draft. And uh, today on the program, we'll be joined by Larry Holder of The Athletic at 435 and also um, – We'll be also joined by uh, Mike Trippett of um, uh, New Football at 535. So we've got two really good guests to break down the draft for us. And it's going to be a draft program today. Uh, the Saints, again, finished their, 20, uh, their uh, 2023 draft. We were hoping for a 2020 17 draft. I think that's up in the air right now. Look, um, I, I do will say this. Um, when you look at, at this draft, it is a draft of need. Uh, it, is a, it is a big man draft, as I've been saying all along. Um, And, of course, uh, the the only time will tell if these players can be a cornerstone for the Saints going forward. Uh, We talked about Brian uh, Brzeese of um, the the defensive tackle of Clemson on on Friday. Um, Boomer bust pick is what I called it because of the the, uh, injuries he sustained. Not, Not the measurables, the injuries. Uh, in round two, they went in the 40th pick. They went and got out Isaiah Foskey, the edge uh, defender out of Notre Dame. Uh, I'm going to get into each one of these players in a moment, but I want to go through this really quick. Uh, uh, round three was Kendrick Miller, the 71st pick overall, running back out of TCU. Round four, 103rd pick from Chicago, uh, Nick Salivari, uh That is an offensive tackle out of, out of Old Dominion. He will move into the guard position for the Saints. Round four, pick 127 from Jacksonville. Again, another trade in the fourth round, getting back in the fourth round. Uh, Jake Hayner, uh, quarterback out of Fresno State. In the fifth round, they used their own pick, 146, to, to pick Jordan Howden, the safety out of Minnesota. And they finished up in round six, trading back into round six, trading Adam, Tra- Adam Troutman in their seventh round pick uh, to Denver to get back in the sixth round for A.T. Perry, the wide receiver out of Wake Forest. Uh, quite a few undrafted free agents. Nick Anderson is one of those uh, from Tulane. I'm so glad they got him. Uh, there, there's a place in the NFL for this kid. Um, he's got everything you want in, in, in a player except height. And why not come to a place like New Orleans, uh, where, again, the Field Mouse made his Hall of Fame career. Uh, and uh, uh, we'll see, again, if he could be the next Sam Mills. A lot, lot there, uh, again, to unpack uh, when we get into the undrafted free agents. But I will say this. One thing the Saints have done well, one thing Jeff Ireland has done well, is undrafted free agency. Um, with the 2023 draft in the, in, in the books now, as I predicted, uh, again, at the end of what? Now, back-to-back to back to disappointing seasons for the Saints. Uh, the Saints needed uh, and to go big, and it was a big-man draft. Uh, Loomis, for the most part, restrained himself from from trading up until, what, day three, right? Um, also said it had to be a 2017 draft. Now... Remember, in 2017, the Saints had two first-round picks, uh, Latimore Uh, But this draft, with the exception of again the first uh, of a first-round pick because of what Philadelphia, the Philadelphia trade, which was a uh, was when you look at this draft, they were a top-10 pick in every single round. Which again, you hope you're not going to be in that position anymore. That again. You know, you don't want to be those perennial teams like we've seen with the Carolina Panthers, the Atlanta Falcons in this division for a long time there, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where, where again, they're in the top ten. Now, in, in one way where you say where you can stock up on draft picks, you get better over time. Look at San Francisco. Look at what Seattle's done now. We go right around the league and get uh, teams that, again, are stocked up on talent, and, and we've seen that come to fruition with, again, them becoming either championship teams or very, very good teams within the NFL. Uh, but... um uh, This is a situation where the Saints traded out of that 10th pick for Olave last year. You have to live with it. Saints' only first-round pick was was 29 for the Payton deal, again, with with the deal to Denver. Um, I like this draft because it addressed positions of need. Uh, I I can't tell you today if this draft is going to be a draft of starters or just solid rotational players for the Saints. But on paper, it looks solid. Okay, on paper, it looks solid. I'll give it a B based on trying to fill positions of need. Only time's going to tell whether, again, they've struck gold. Is this going to be stars or starters, or is this going to be core rotational players? We don't know that yet. Now, look, I'm going to be honest here, as I am on this program, okay? You don't listen to this program for any reason more than, again, honesty and telling it like it is, and, of course, I'm doing my homework, doing my research, and I have a strong opinion. We all like Jeff Ireland. I like him a lot. He has been outstanding, again, in the middle-round picks and the undrafted free agent market. He has struggled with early big-man picks, okay? Most have been have bust, or they have not lived up to, again, their draft position, with the exception, again, the Saints' first draft, okay? You had Ramshek, Hendrickson, Al-Quihan Muhammad, all starters in this league, all starters in the league. Hendrickson now with uh, uh, with Kansas City. Uh, Muhammad was with, was with Indianapolis for a long time. I didn't check to see if, if he's still there or not. Uh, and of course, Ramsek, uh, again, a perennial uh, uh, right tackle here in New Orleans. And again, one of the best in the league. Unfortunately, has fallen upon a tough time in terms of his health. But let's say Davenport, Ruiz, remember, remember Turner, the fourth round pick a while back? Uh, I'm sorry, sorry uh, no, no. Davenport, Ruiz, Turner, Rick Leonard, the fourth round pick a while back. Uh, those are all bust. Okay? They're, they're bust. Bust. Penning, Young, the jury's out on those guys. You know, Landon Young comes from Kentucky, all, all SEC. He has not been able to, again, st- uh, even uh, break into the, into the starting rotation. This is a year where maybe, again, maybe he gets a little more playing time. We'll see. Penning, two uh, Liz Frank injuries on, on, on each one of his feet, on each, one of, uh, on, on each foot. So you're in a situation where you don't know what he's going to be. Uh, the only two that have panned out have been McCoy and Will Clapp. Claps down with the Chargers. So the big man draft for Jeff Ireland, for the most part, he's not done well. He's not done well. And the Saints have made made those a priority early in the draft. I mean, uh, look, Will Clapp was a seventh-round pick. McCoy was a second-round pick, the first pick that they had that year, right? So we just haven't seen it. We haven't seen it. That's why, again, what I said on on, on Friday about the first pick, 29th overall, uh, from Denver, Brian Braziz. Defensive tackle out of Clemson. Classic boomer or bust pick. He's got all the measurables you want to be a star in the NFL. He's got size, wingspan. He can rush the passer from the interior. He can be solid against the run. Could be a rotational player this season with Saunders and Shepard and Roach. But he's been injury prone. ACL tear, shoulder repair, those are the red flags going in when, when you go with your first-round pick. Okay, especially, you know, against going to a team that can't keep players healthy. I told you before, the kidney infection you throw out, uh, the unfortunate uh, situation with, with his sister, and then the brain cancer, have some empathy for that. But, again, a guy that came into to uh, Clemson as the number one player coming out of high school, had an incredible freshman year, but has not been able to reach that apex since then. So we don't know. If he stays healthy, he could be a star in this league. Okay, but can he stay healthy? And that's the question with him. It's a boom or bust pick. It's the way it is. And based on, again, the track record of Jeff Ireland, you got to be leaning toward bust. But I'm going to say, well, let's give it time. Let's see what he does. Let's hope he can have an injury-free NFL career. If he does, he could be an exceptional player for this team. An exceptional player. In round two, the 40th overall pick, they stayed Pat. Uh, Isaiah Foskey, edge rusher out of Notre Dame. Look, this is another need, right? I thought it was evident. The Saints need an athletic pass rusher. I thought they would go the veteran route in post-draft free agency. And they still may, right? But Foskey checks all the boxes. Super athletic, long. He's got the frame to put on more muscle. He's an explosive athlete. Something the Saints have lacked on the edge. Uh, but, but again, he comes and he comes from a great program. Okay. Just, just like Prise. Okay? No different. Uh, of course he went to Clemson. Um, uh, Fosky Notre Dame. He had 26.5 26 and a half sacks in, in his career, Notre Dame. That's I mean that's that's saying something, right? Could be the next Cam Jordan, but he also could be the next Davenport. We don't know. We don't know. He's going to get his chance to start over Granison and Turner this year if they don't bring a vet in. Um, if they do, he's going to be a rotational player as a rookie. There's upside for him, okay, But to, to be great, upside for him to be great. But he's got to stay healthy. He seems to be a guy, from everything I've been able to read over the weekend, again, a guy that, again, loves football, uh, again, is, is willing to do what it takes to be a great player. We'll see how that translates in the NFL after you get, you, after you get your money. Okay? Uh, but, again, he wanted to come. That's another one. He wanted to come to New Orleans. Uh, you know, like the coaches, everything else, all he kept talking about was, again, he wanted to be a Saint. That, that's a plus. That's a plus. No doubt about it. Uh, in round three, 71st overall, staying pat, right? Uh, I thought, again, uh, uh, it's a need for the Saints. Uh, Kendrick Miller running back out of TCU. Uh, I thought they may go Spears here, right? And, and, and it was a little disappointed when they didn't. Only because, again, I've, you look at Kamara getting getting a little bit of, of the shred taken off the tires here, being utilized so much over the last few years. Um, there's no way. I, I, I keep hearing people say trade Kamara. Look, can I get this, let me lay this out this for you one more time. States are not trading their veteran players, okay? The top players on this team are, again, are, are, are here. Like them, love them, dislike them, whatever. The salary cap restraints they have now, because, again, reworking those deals over and over again, they're not going anywhere. The dead money is crushing. Not until, again, the, TV, the again the digital TV money and the, and the gambling money kicks in will the Saints be out of hell, and then maybe then they can eat some of this dead money. So Alvin Kamara's not going anywhere, okay? Even if you like him, dislike him, again, if you feel like he's an ascending player, whatever at this point. He's not going anywhere. Maybe, again, the six-game suspension will make him, again, even better in the second half of the season because that's coming. So there was a need there. I thought that, again, they might go with Spears because he is a Camara clone. Tennessee got themselves a really good player, okay? He's going to really play well for them. Uh, But the Saints wanted a big back with speed. Somebody could run through and and away from defenders. Miller checks all those boxes. He can run inside. He can run outside. He can catch the ball out the backfield. He will be in a rotational play back immediately. With Williams, and with the 8K suspension, if he can learn how to block on the NFL level, he, he then he'd be able to stay on the field. Could turn out to be a great pick if he can stay healthy. Saints have needed a big back for a while. I mean, they they pulled Mark Ingram off the scrap heap uh, again last year was 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 a horrible situation when it when it came to again uh, having a big back on this team. Uh, you know, especially again, uh, you know, just the the the. the, the the mistakes they made early in the season. I don't want to get too deep in it because we're, we're pressed for time and I want to get through these draft picks. Day three is where Loomis traded uh, to target players that they coveted, okay? And he can't help himself. He had to add the sweetener, which then just frustrates the hell out of me. More on that later. Uh, they go in the fourth round, the 103rd pick from Chicago, Nick Salaveri, offensive tackle at Old Dominion. The Saints swapped fourth-round picks with Chicago, their fifth-round pick at 165 to move it to the top of the fourth round, and they did it right at the right time. I give them a lot of credit here. They knew it was going on, uh, much like they did last year with, again, going up and, and, and getting Alave when they knew there was going to be a run on wide receivers. They went up and got, the, got their guy, and, 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 uh, Salivari, uh, who and there was a run on offensive lineman in, uh, in, in the uh, fourth round that the Saints picked. So smart move on Loomis's part. It's a definite need pick, okay? You got Pete on a one-year deal. The Saints announced today, as I've said, for weeks. Uh, they're not going to pick up the fifth, fifth-year option on Ruiz. That $14 million is a little too pricey for a guy that's proved nothing, right? So both guards are essentially on one-year deals, both of your starters. Um, Salivari can come in. He's going to move from tackle to guard. If he can make that transition, maybe he's a starter by next season. If not, he might be that guard-tackle-backup, that rotational player that, that again, that, that's, that's kind of moving around when you, when you have an injury. Uh, he was a right tackle at Old Dominion. He's a former captain. He's going to have to get stronger in the NFL. Uh, he didn't give a sack as a senior. But, again, he's going to have to work on pass protection run and, and run blocking. But I think the move to the inside, I agree with the Saints. That could be a situation where, again, moving into the inside may be good for this player who, well, again, maybe, again, doesn't fit the tackle position in the NFL, but could be a guard. And the Saints, again, have done that with a lot of players. They did it with Pete. Obviously, they did it with, with Ruiz. Uh, they've done it with quite a few players. Uh, and, 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 look, it, it's worked for them at times. It hasn't worked at, all, at times. This is a guy, again, I don't want to say boom or bust because he could be a rotational player for you. Uh, you, get him in, you get him in the fourth round, uh, and, and he could be your, uh, an eventual starter next year if things work out and he can stay healthy and get stronger. He's got to get stronger. In the fourth round, 127th pick from Jacksonville, Jake Hainer, quarterback out of Fresno State. Saints traded into the fourth round, uh, and they sent their fifth round pick, 227th overall, and a a number four next year, uh, next year's 2024 draft, to Jacksonville so they could get Hainer. Um, Now, first of all, a couple points here. Uh, The Saints are probably going to get a fourth round compensatory pick next year in the draft. So I'm not upset about the trade from that standpoint, right? Because I don't I said it before, I don't want to give up fourth-round picks. I don't want to give up third, fourth, and fifth-round picks consistently every year, as they do, right? Um, especially, oh, let me take it back. Second, third, fourth, and fifth-round picks. Um, so I'm not upset about the trade. Um, he's a third-quarterback project, right? So he's going to be your third quarterback. He's a Breeze fan and a Breeze clone. What does that mean? Well, it, it mean, does it mean he's the next Breeze? No, it doesn't. But it says that he has breezes and tangibles. What Again, a leadership, captain, he's accurate, which is what you want in a quarterback. That's the number one attribute, accuracy, right? He's smart, lacks a little bit of arm strength, but could be the Saints' backup next year. Maybe a possible starter in the future. Could be a perennial backup in the NFL. That might be his spot. Look, he knows Carr coming from Fresno State, so there's a relationship there, which is good. The Saints staff, both Curry, uh, Saints quarterback coach, and the offensive assistant, D.J. Williams, had him at the Senior Bowl. So they saw this guy up close and personal. So you got to say, again, the Saints had an inside track on this kid, and they liked him enough to get back in the fourth round. We'll see how it plays out. Maybe, again, he's the Saints' backup for the next five, six, seven years. Maybe one day, again, he slips in and becomes a starter. Only time's going to tell on how he develops. Can the Saints develop a quarterback? We're going to find out pretty quickly. Uh, in round five, pick one forty-six. It's Jordan Howden, safety out of Minnesota. This is a need pick. I talked about it before the draft. Uh, now he's a free safety. He's played five years in. in, in he's a fifth-year senior. Uh, they say again that he's a slot guy, more more than more than a free safety. We'll see how that plays out. Um, he could be a career special teamer. Okay, but he could be a rotational player at safety, which is what they need, especially with maybe Marcus May going out with a DUI suspension. The uh, the, the scouting report on him, hard-working, run, hard run-defending safety, good instincts, physical. He plays faster than his 40 time. He quickly picks up assignments, so he's a smart player. Uh, he likes to keep the action in front of him. He can stay on a receiver's hip. Uh, he's got solid ball skills. Um, and, and, of course, he can track the passes in the air, which is what you want. Um uh, he just plays good hands for interception. And, again, got, he can fire the field to defend the run, and he's got a very, very good tackler. Every, everything you want in the safety right there. Can he play on the NFL level? Fifth-round pick out of Minnesota, played a pretty decent conference, right? So we'll see. We'll see. Could be a special team for you in the fifth round. Could end up being a guy you slip in, and, and he ultimately ends up, ends up being maybe one of your safeties in the rotational. especially if you lose a guy like P.J. Williams, which I hope they do not. This is where, again, I, this is where I just, Loomis just can't help himself. Uh, in the sixth round pick, 195th overall from Denver, A.T. Perry wide receiver out of Wake Forest. Now, first of all, um, let me say this about the kid. Um, there was a lot of people expecting him to go higher in the draft. Uh, there's supposedly there's this character issues. Uh, but the Saints felt good enough about the character issue to move, to, to, to make a move on him. Um, in, in the last two seasons at Wake Forest, he had 152 receptions. 2389 yards, 26 touchdowns. Uh, he's got the only two double-digit seasons in touchdown reception school history. He's got 28 uh, uh, for, for, as a record uh, uh, again for, for touchdowns in his career that's a record at Wake Forest big fast, large catch radius could be a steal if he can add some strength and if he can prove he can do have if he can make contested catches because that's the NFL now, right? All right, the, gonna, that's going to be the issue there. But, I mean, on paper, my gosh, he looks like, a, again, a hell of a receiver, a steal in the seventh round. But here's the deal. He cost a lot, okay? Um, the Saints traded Troutman in a seventh-round pick, 257 overall, in a deal with Denver. Uh, and, and, and of course, they got the, the uh, Denver's 195th pick back, which was Perry. Uh, remember, what Troutman cost the Saints? Peyton put up picks in the 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th round, okay, to be able to get, sending that to Minnesota to be able to get Troutman in the 3rd round out of Dayton. That was an expensive experiment. 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th round picks for one player in the 3rd round, and the Saints are moving on from him. Now, it's a very expensive bust for the Saints because it didn't work out here. Troutman told the Denver media today that he asked for a trade because the Saints were not utilizing him as a pass catcher, that they wanted him to be an inline blocker at the tight end position. Okay? Uh, expensive, expensive bust. But then to double down on it and give the seventh round sweetener to Peyton, it makes it just blows my mind. What is it with again too sweet Loomis? I mean, he's just too sweet. Every time he's got to make a deal, he's got to be the guy to throw the sweetener in there. Wasn't it enough that getting Peyton went out and, and used almost an entire draft a few years ago to get this kid? And then you want to walk away from him. You know he, you know that Peyton wants him, and you've got to put up the seventh round pick? I mean, come on. Come on, Loomis. I'm going start calling him too sweet. And then Troutman coming out saying he wanted out because he wanted to be more of a receiving tight end. Now, the Saints have a hole there. I talked about it last weekend, last week before we went into the draft. You go look at the draft, at the, at the, at the, at the tight ends that are in a situation right now that, are, that don't have a team. Free agents that are out there that are going to look for a team, right? Veterans. They're not that good. Uh, maybe Foster Burrow is able to come back from, from again, the Hodgkins uh, lymphoma and become the Saints' next tight end. Uh, but they need help there, and maybe it's going to have to be a trade now at this point uh, to try to be able to bring in a tight end because they need a tight end. But I mean, uh, gosh, you just—I mean—you overpaid for Troutman when you when you brought him in. I mean, again, a fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh round pick for a third round pick to get Troutman out of you're, Dayton. Dayton, you only keep him for a couple years, three years, right? And then you're shipping him off to Denver, and then again, you get the you get their you get the uh, seventh round pick. Um, you get the uh, you get the um, I'm sorry you get the sixth round pick 195 overall from Denver, but then you got to throw the seventh round pick and it's the sweetener. So overall, I said I think it's a B. They filled positions. They might have got a little bit fleeced by by Peyton again with the sweetener, right? And then they got got rid of a player that again they had to put a lot of draft capital in that they maybe they weren't using correctly. If Troutman blows up in Denver, we're all going to be pulling our hair out, right? Because they didn't use utilize him correctly. We'll see how this plays out. And look, he's been inconsistent with his hands. We all know that here, right? We all know that. And, of course, often injured. But I think it's a, it's a solid B, okay? Maybe a B-plus uh, because, again, they fill positions of need. This is one of those drafts you're going to need four years, okay? You're going to need three to four years to figure out, if, again, if this is a draft, is a boom or bust. We shall find out. All right, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If you're looking for a new air conditioning system for your home or business, they got you covered. If you're looking for a company you can trust, to be able to maintain that that, uh, air conditioning system for you, or, again, if you have issues, it's Burkhardt. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. Truly a company you can trust, it's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Larry Holder of The Athletic is next. Don't move. The TikTok Cafe and the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol.
3: Hungry? Stop at Shortstop Po' Boys. 119 Transcontinental just off Airline Highway. Dine in or to go. Shortstop has been feeding New Orleans since 1966. Go to Shortstop Po' Boys for Po' Boys gumbo, potato salad, and more. 504-885-4572 or at ShortstopPoBoysNO.com. Don't forget about Daybien
0: Insurance. Full-service ins- full insurance agency since 1958 offering auto, home, life, health, business and commercial policy serving the entire metropolitan area that's east bank west bank north shore south shore and the river parishes where the, where the agency was born dave Miet insurance your one-stop shop specialist for again all your insurance need call click or come in today for a quote 504-556-0809 or d-a-v-e-m-i-l-o-e-t-i-n-s agency.com that's dave Miet insurance surely a company you can trust all right larry hold of the athletic joins us each and every monday here in the program And let me once again give kudos to The Athletic. Uh, I was at Jazz Fest on Saturday uh, getting a wet ass, (laughs) and The Athletic was all over the the draft. I could literally go to my phone at any point, and, again, on my screen, I was getting updates from, again, what was happening on the draft as it was happening, they're uh, just a comprehensive look at the scouting reports that they have on each draftee out there. Really helped me in my research uh, yesterday and then and today. today And I'm telling you right now, the bang for your buck for the athletic. Uh, if you're a sports fan or you have a sports fan in your family or, again, a friend that really enjoys sports, uh, um, quality sports, but, again, quality writers, subscribe to the athletic. And, again, I say it again do it under Larry's byline. Larry's going to get credit for it. Why not, let the, why not let the local guy get the credit instead of just going online and just, again, and, and subscribing? Now, let, let's, the, let's let the local guy get the credit for it. So, again, The Athletic, uh, highly, highly, again, uh, recommend The Athletic to, to all our listeners. Larry, how are you doing, buddy? I'm good, E. Uh,
2: trying to take a breath from the draft and yep. definitely a, a long uh, few days. But, uh, look, it, it's every time you kind of get past something and then something else comes up and we're we're, uh, only a couple of, uh, a short time, couple of weeks away from uh, OTAs and Mm minicamps and such. And so, yeah, uh, as the, as the NFL rolls, really.
0: I agree. Larry, again, uh, you don't hear me in the open. I thought y'all did a great job covering the draft across the board, all your writers, uh, I thought the updates were fantastic, and uh just again, get uh, a uh, round of applause for you guys, y'all did a great job. no doubt about it
2: no, I appreciate um, it and actually we' we've, we've done a beefed up uh, kind of effort uh, after last year's draft. we added uh this full time writers uh, outside of Dane Bruegler uh, covering the draft only prospects the process so it's it's we've really beefed it up and you could tell the difference and it was it was really a comprehensive effort just across uh just here and you know and and just really a, a across the country just to kind of get uh a, all of our coverage out
0: i mean i just i'm telling you from the scouting reports to well uh, the, the the picks as they came in getting i mean just outstanding again uh, it's the most bang for my buck of anything i'm dealing with i tell you that right now in terms of subscriptions no doubt about it
2: yeah and actually it's funny they have the uh, on the nfl network they have the uh at, they get to day three and around uh, round five or six, they try to beat the truck, the production truck, about highlights yep. and having scouting reports. And uh, the uh, they stumped the truck, I think it was three times. And guess what? Uh, we had scouting reports for all three of those players.
0: So just yeah. to show you. No, no, how much it, it was yeah. when I say comprehensive, we, we it was comprehensive. Got it. Y'all got it. You had yeah. it together. You know, no yeah. doubt about it. Right, let's talk Saints' Absolutely. draft. Uh, overall, yeah. your grade. Okay, I mean, based on again, I mean, look, it's hard to be. It's a, this is a three. This, if there was ever a three-year draft, this is the one. You'll know in three years whether this is a boom or bust. But what, what are your thoughts? Like, I would say just.
2: All right, I'll throw out a grade. I, I'll just, I'll just call it a B, just because, in the sense that I did not see them really reach the yep. players, and of course, I'm gauging that uh, going by what our draft gurus say and and uh the fits and the positions and so mm-hmm. like brian brisee like he was the number 23 player overall on our list he went 29 uh you know just uh i don't i don't see a, you know the notre dame defensive end like he was a Foskey. second or second or third round grade mm-hmm. uh you know you look at uh, Henry miller like he was mm-hmm. around that grade uh yep. you know just every player that we basically had kind of mapped out,
5: Agreed. it
2: wasn't uh, it wasn't a, a reach, and, it, it, and in fact, you know, you look at the wide receiver from Wake Forest.
6: Mm-hmm. I mean,
2: we had him as a third or fourth round graded guy. A lot of people did, and a lot of people yeah, did. And so the fact that he fell to the sixth round and mm-hmm. he was highly productive at Wake Forest, uh, Sam Hartman's number one guy. Uh, I think that's that's a pick, and I know you're probably going to want to go into some of these picks, but that's mm-hmm. a pick that I feel like you could see that they man, maybe maybe the Saints kind of got in a scoop on that one. And I'll just kind of say this conversely. Sure. I'll just say, like, the Peyton Turner pick a couple of years ago, we had him ranked in the 50s. And guess yes. what? The Saints reached on him, and he's not panned out. So, look, I'm not trying to tout our coverage, but I'm just gauging it on who I trust, and I trust our people, and our people uh, are all, all very spot on, and yep. so I'm gauging that with what the Saints have done. And uh, look, I, I could tell you this: uh, our, our coverage shows up uh, the books and the beast, and that shows up in NFL draft rooms. And look, we are uh, uh, we're, we're pretty on point with the the NFL is looking at.
0: I agree. Uh, the other part for me, Larry, is it was a draft where they filled needs. They knew what their needs were. They went in and tried to fill those needs. I called it a big man draft since since, uh, since the season ended, and it was a big man draft, but it was also a draft where, again, they went in, they realized they had needs, and they tried to fill those needs.
2: Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's not like they they went to positions where you're thinking, what are they doing? But also, you and me have talked about it. Uh, where do they not have some sort of arguable need? So. I think that's uh, that's uh, not a good sign, but still I do think that they address spots that you were looking for. Uh defensive tackle, defensive end, running back, interior offensive line, uh even a quarterback, mm-hmm. uh look like wide receiver, like all of these positions right. you could have argued. Uh and I, I you know, I I'm not trying to jump ahead maybe with a question you're gonna have. Uh, but we uh, maybe tight end might be the only spot where you're thinking, all right, maybe they didn't address it. But, but they had so many other spots, they went with it. And, uh, yeah, I, I, you can argue every pick that they made uh, makes sense, and they weren't reaches. And I think that's a big thing because I think they, they got too cute sometimes in the last couple of drafts mm-hmm. thinking that they were too good and that they can kind of gamble on a guy. I don't yep. think they, I think they realize they can't gamble on guys too much anymore
0: right you you're, you're the, the pick you think will make the biggest impact this year but I think you have to look
2: at uh, Brian Brzee, uh, just mm-hmm. because he's someone who I'm not totally sold with uh, the two guys that they, they brought in in free agency they're, they're similar in size you know 315 mm-hmm. 320. And then Brzee is about 300 pounds. He's a three-technique guy. Uh, Look, I think he's fully healthy. You know, I I think that's certainly something that he can come in. I don't know if he's going to win a starting job, but he could play 50% of the snaps. Uh, I I do think that uh, that the DN, you look at that, and he's still going to be competing for snaps.
0: Right. He's still going to be competing for snaps. Uh,
2: and, And then I look at,
0: but who's he competing uh, against? Is he going to be competing against a, 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 a veteran that's going to be picked up in, in, undraft, in, in, in post-draft free agency? Or is he going to be competing against the guys that are there right now? He's competing against the guys that are there right now. He's got a shot to be in that rotation and maybe even a starter based on, again, what we've seen out of Turner and a, a Grandison, who, again, was an undrafted free agent who has really kind of stepped up, okay, but, uh, you know, again, uh, is a rotational guy, right?
2: Yeah, I, I agree with that that outlook. Uh and you look at uh look, he's gotten 11 sacks in the uh, both of the last two seasons. Like he can play. Uh he has uh in his junior year, he he led all of college football with six uh forced fumbles. Uh he has four blocked punts in his career. So like he's going to play. I mean, there's no doubt he's going to get on the field. Uh but like you said, Are they going to go nab a guy? Like, we've talked about this in in our previous interviews. Like, are they going to go look for a Leonard Floyd, Uh, you know, a a Yannick Ngakwe, uh, a Frank Clark? Like, there are guys that are still lurking out there now that they don't count against compensatory picks that could land with this team. But it it seems like they at least have currently on the roster, I mean, they have guys with experience, but nobody that's – really blowing you away. You're still wondering, Eric. I mean, we're about to be in year three. If Peyton Turner doesn't get it done, guess what? The bust tag comes out quickly. Yep. I know people no are probably tossing that around right now. Uh, you know me. I always look after year three if he's getting it done or not. And if he's not, I mean, that's a total bust pick. Uh, if he's just a guy. and He hasn't even been a guy. Like, right. He's not even there. So it's like you forget who he even is.
0: That's which that's sad. Well, Larry, you know I went through it earlier with the, with, with the audience. You know, I mean, I'm not trying to uh, I'm not trying to, you know, uh, uh, rip on Jeff Ireland, but his big man picks, with the exception of McCoy and Will Clapp, have been bust. Okay, and you go around these some of these guys have been really high picks. Now he's done well in undrafted free agency, done well in middle middle round picks, but his first round picks, especially going big, they've been bust. So we'll see again how this plays out with Foskey and and and, and Brzee. again Brzee is a, to me boom or bust based only on only on the red flags because of injury. That's it. If he can stay injury free, he could be a, he could be a phenom. Uh Foskey has everything you want in a defensive end in terms of, you know, size, speed. Uh he's he can he's got a frame where you can put more weight on him. Uh you know, again, but we'll see again how that plays out. Um I was a little with Spears there, I was surprised they didn't go with Spears, but I understand why they did now in the third round with Miller because they wanted a big back who, again, had, had who could physically, again, uh, run through tacklers, speed, et cetera. Were you surprised? I wasn't surprised they went for a running back in the third round pick. Were you surprised who they picked? I think we're just so enamored by Spears. So
2: yep. I think that's probably part of our issue. But what uh, Miller was certainly a productive back, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and do I think that he is? Uh, he's pretty probably raw in terms of catching a football. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you're not you're not you're going to wonder have to see how that works out. And oh, by the way, Spears, I feel like ended up in a great spot with oh, Tennessee. He, did. he really uh, did. You, yeah, Derrick Henry's. Not mm-hmm. quite the same guy. And look, Mm-mm. I think he's going to get some playing time. And so that's a great spot for him.
0: And, and uh, it's but, you know, a nice compliment to Henry as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like he could be his one. He could be, well, he could be number two. I mean, Derek Henry's right. an awesome back. Uh, when sure. he's right, obviously, you, you ride with him. But still, no, I think Miller is someone that uh, I think that definitely can play the part. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Now, if you're looking for a Kamara type, I mean, that's not what he is. So I'm no, curious to see not. how the Saints deal with that in the sense that you and me and all kinds of Saints fans are wondering, well, Alvin Kamara is A, going to be suspended, or and or B, at some point, get cut mm-hmm. because he's costing too much and uh, he's not being as productive. So... Uh, where do you go from there? So I think that's a bit of a curious case there. But, yeah, no, but not, look, not, I not get, cut
0: for a couple more years at least. I mean, because the dead money is crushing, okay? It just is. The dead money on Camaros is going to just be crushing for the next couple of years. So that's going to oh, be right, tough. right, 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 And Miller you know? could be around for four years. I mean, that's, Absolutely. That, yeah, I'm could not be. saying
2: that's going to happen right this time. No, just no, saying, but that's
0: right. what I, mean, I know you didn't, but I want to make sure the right. audience not saying, well, Larry's going to be saying he's getting cut. No. No, I'm not that's saying that. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you need him. Trust me. Yes. And, and look, the six time. games that he's, he may be out could be really good for Miller because he's going to get playing time. Now, can he block? That's the other part of it. I went look at the scouting report. Almost every scouting report says he's got to work on his blocking. You've got to be able to block in the NFL, okay? And I'm talking about block for the quarterback. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, the, 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 the tackle from Old Dominion, Sal- Salivari, they're moving him into guard. Your thoughts?
2: Makes me give a feel of a Jari Evans type pick, mm-hmm. not like a Rick Leonard pick. And I think if I think, people remember yep. Rick Leonard, that oh, was they
0: remember. I reminded him earlier today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Rick Leonard, I remember this was even before uh, I was mm-hmm. working for the Athletic and before Dane Brugler, our, 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 drafts, our main draft googler, was working for the Athletic. And we were all looking through his scout reports and Rick Leonard didn't exist. Like, right. he beat the truck <laughs> and he was a fourth round pick. So mm. I see this as a kind of a pick like that. And like, I heard him uh, speak after the draft and a uh, good head on his shoulders. And so, but, you know, and also look, the Saints wouldn't got their guy because there was a huge run. Yep, it sure was right after. So
0: smart move, uh, yeah. smart move on the part of the Saints. Give yeah, them a lot so of I credit on fault. that one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I can't fault them for doing that. So yeah. it's a, but yeah, it's, it, it, it gives you that Jari Evans, uh, look, mm-hmm. Jamon Bushrod type of thing. Yeah, He's sure. Around the same, right. same time period, and, and they do uh, well with small of school
0: offensive linemen for the most part.
2: Yeah, it's like they do their homework there, and mm-hmm. so they do. it's they do. Uh, uh, yeah. So I, look, I, I, look, I have no problem with the pick. I mean, he seems like right. a versatile guy, uh, productive, and so uh, uh, let's see what
0: happens. Right. What about Hainer? Getting back in uh, in, in the fourth round to get Hayner, your thoughts? I was a
2: little surprised just in the sense that who the quarterback is. I mean, again, mm-hmm. he was our number six quarterback. Like, he was the next quarterback on our list at the athletics behind Hendon Hooker. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, I, it, the, the fit picked. Well, it, it all worked there. But you're wondering, all right, he's a smaller guy, this, that, and right. the other. So I, and Reeves. you're wondering, well, he's not going to be the backup. Because you, you got Jameis Winston, mm-hmm. but who knows what happens in the next couple of years? I mean,
0: One not, year deal for, for Jameis, so you know,
2: right, right. So I, I just think that uh, I don't mind. I don't mind them taking a quarterback. I, yeah. I, I just I'm just curious to see how he looks, even in like a training camp, and right. you know
0: if he can adapt. And well, does uh, he have the arm strength? That's that's what I question. All of that. I mean, he's got right. accuracy. Now now again they get they got a first round they probably have a fourth round compensatory pick next year, so I'm not worried about going into next year's draft because they'll probably get that back. We only got a few minutes left, so I want to get to to howden uh the safety out of Minnesota. They needed a safety. is he the guy
2: well, <laughs> I, well I don't he's not going to be starting i mean no. I, yeah that's the thing No, but he's I, a yeah. special
0: teamer to start off with for sure, yeah, yeah, so i yeah you,
2: know, you look at it and the Saints. They seem to really like to draft safeties. I mean, that's that's yep. a spot they've drafted a lot over the years. Yes,
1: they and gave up a lot too. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, and so and, and some of those have gone to greener, literally yes, greener. greener. Uh, they, they played <laughs> better right. elsewhere, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, but still, it's a it's a spot where it, it certainly makes sense. Like, I don't have this big outlook on the, on this guy. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, uh, but I do think that again, you look at a pick like that. The position makes sense. The round makes sense. It all it all makes sense, and so that's why I feel like I'm not going to say like, man, I'm so enamored with all these players that no, drafted because you but can't be. I feel pick. like I feel like that they made smart picks and mm-hmm. didn't make dumb picks. I think we've right. seen too much lately that they've just made dumb picks, and I don't think right. they made no. And dumb I wonder how much of an influence draft.
0: that was with Peyton in, the, in that room saying, "I want that guy." I guarantee
2: you, <laughs> that's the case.
0: Uh, okay, you know what I'm saying?
2: I'm, 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 bl- I'm blanking on the uh, the random. Just let me stick it into Joe Brady's face. The the the, the Panthers. Uh,
0: oh gosh, uh,
2: quarterback, um, what's his name? I'm, I'm like, oh. I, I, I know. I'll but have it for yeah, you. Know no, it's,
0: it's it's coming. Yeah. It's, it's coming. I, it's coming from the back of the brain, like the front that. of the brain. Yeah. Oh gosh! Really who, who like it? that? Um, or just
2: even the Peyton Turner pick. Yeah. That I'm smarter yeah. than you. Well, guess what? Sometimes you're not, and you get egg on your face. And so, uh, Tommy like, Stevens. Yes,
0: yes, Tommy Stevens. Where is he? I don't know. He might right. be. He's he's bagging grocers football. at Dornax. Right, right. So
2: yeah, so it's and even uh, maybe not as much the Marcus Davenport pick because you look at the where the ratings were on him, and he was mm-hmm. a top 15 top 20 pick and so i'm not but i'm just saying like a peyton turner pick I mean, that's yeah. a pick where yeah. oh we're going to be smarter than you well guess what you blew a big time pick and this is not a panned out at all so mm-hmm. yeah i think that's a, i think it's a byproduct of maybe getting some calmer heads in the room
0: Right. We've got about a minute left. The, the the Perry pick I like, it's just a little expensive. You gave up on a guy that you gave up a, uh, you gave up almost a draft for, like a fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh round pick, and he didn't last three years for you. And then the guy's telling the Denver newspapers today that, again, that, that he wanted out of New oh, Orleans you mean Troutman. they wanted to be a draft, they wanted to be a blocker and not a, not a receiver.
2: Yeah, you're talking Adam Troutman, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, that's uh, – I mean, they gave up, again – we're smarter than you. Now, I would say that year he was our top tight end. And I actually said that's – look, I applauded mm-hmm. it because that was a need, And he, but it didn't pan out.
0: Yeah, but they, did they not utilize him right? That's the question I'm going to have. If he goes to Denver and he's catching 50 balls a year, then I'm saying they didn't use him right, right?
2: Well, Peyton had him too, so. Right. I'll just say. While no, we he did. And, and he
0: got the seventh-round sweetener too.
2: Right. So, yeah. I, so, I think that's yeah. – uh, but, but that's why – I mean, you lose him and then – uh, you know, I brought up earlier tight end. Uh, who your top two tight ends right now are Juwan Johnson right. and Taysom Hill.
0: I mean, yeah, I know they need help there for sure. You need Larry, help I hate to cut it off, but I'm up against the clock. Thanks so much for the great information today. We'll do it all over again next week at Larry Holder on Twitter. Thanks, brother. We'll see. We'll talk next week. You got it, Andy. Always great talking to you, my friend. Thank you, Bud. Uh, we'll be right back, guys.
1: Progressive protects more than just your home and car. You could save when you bundle your motorcycles, ATVs, boats, and RVs. Doesn't that sound good? Like the sound of the wind in the trees as your RV sits parked in the forest. Is that the call of the majestic owl? And there's the sound of a tree branch crashing into the roof of your RV. Oof, I guess their nest was in that branch. But you know what does sound good? You're covered with progressive. So bundle all your vehicles in home in one place and save with the multi-policy discount. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers.
3: This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. OMG. Hot and crisp nacho fries are back at Taco Bell. But they won't be here forever. Yeah, hot and crisp fries covered in bold Mexican spices with a side of nacho cheese sauce are only here for a limited time at participating U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time only while supplies last. Heavier traffic, I-10 eastbound at Reed Boulevard. The accident earlier cleared, but still seeing a little bit of the slow traffic from I-610 Franklin Avenue. All lanes are open, though. Just uh, about a four or five mile backup with volume building and then the accident clearing off finally. It's going to take a little while. Elysian Fields at North Claiborne accident. Mandeville at uh, Benefit Street working an accident on those secondaries as well. I'm Michael Higgins from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center.
0: Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, your EC breaks down. Make sure you're calling my friends at Burkhardt. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. Truly a company you can trust. I've trusted Burkhardt for decades. You can as well. Burkhardt Air Conditioning, hitting acpromise.com, acpromise.com. We'll be right back after these messages. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine. In our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard 106.1 FM, Nash Icon on your radio dial. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. Nash, F1061.com and ericash.com on the World Wide Web. At uh, Eric on the Square, on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show and Instagram, my social media platforms. You and you're getting that every single day, what that man said. The truth will set you free, because I'm only telling it like it is. Uh, Podcast on Spotify Anchor, but we're an all-podcasting platform. Search Inside New Orleans show with Eric Asher. Hey, got Mike Dettiglia this week for the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. That'll be Thursday with our live broadcast at 1 p.m. on leE Also live stream on TV YouTube page. And then um, uh, we've got the rebroadcast begins. 6, 6 p.m. on Le on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on The Deuce, TV 2. 9 o'clock Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock Le. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. So check it out. Uh, I was a little late getting getting it up on the uh, social media platforms this weekend, but I got it up by Sunday. Uh, We'll try to work on that and have that up for you on Friday night uh, this week. All right, um, again, uh, don't forget about the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival presented by Shell. Uh, Again, another weekend of uh, fantastic music, food, uh, and also, again, arts and crafts. Uh, be prepared. It's a cashless jazz, jazz fest, so be prepared for that. Also, again, uh, don't forget, also, this is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday week for you, uh, again, for jazz fest. And a special pricing on th- on Thursday uh, for Locals Day. So, again, uh, fantastic music. Uh, again, as I've mentioned before, uh, the food is outstanding. Uh, new vendors on, on the food that maybe you've never had never seen before. Uh, uh, but uh, also, again, uh, uh, just, again, the, the vibe, even through all the rain this weekend, the vibe was incredible. Uh, so get out there and enjoy, again, the Jazz Fest 2023 version. Um, do want to get back into the draft uh, for, for, again, those that did not hear the first hour of the program where I kind of went through every single pick. Um, it's it's one of those drafts where, I, 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 honestly, I've said before, I, I think you got to wait the three years. I think you've got to wait the three years to see what's going to happen here. You got a kid in Brzee, uh, uh, Brzees, uh who um, uh, could be your classic Boomer Bus pick. If he stays healthy, he could be—I mean, he could be a dog. Okay, he could be a guy that we're going to be talking about from the interior of the, of the defensive line. Uh, that could be one of those great interior pass rushers that we've seen in the NFL and and and, and uh, uh, an athletic run stuff, right? He's got the speed to be able to chase down running backs, uh, quarterbacks, et cetera especially with, 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 again, teams going with more mobile quarterbacks today, uh, you need a guy from the inside uh, that can collapse the pocket, get in, and has the ability to chase. He can do that. Foskey can do that as well. What, uh, 26 twenty six and a half sacks over his career at Notre Dame, 11 sacks in each of the last two years. He's got, a, he's got speed. He's got size. He's got the frame to be able to put more muscle on. Um, I mean, there, there's a lot of things to like about Foskey. Um, We'll see if, again, ultimately how he translates to the NFL. The fact he wants to come to New Orleans, I think, is a plus. Um, He wants to learn under Cam Jordan. That's great. Could he be the next Cam Jordan? We can only hope. Okay, we can only hope. Um, We'll see. I thought it was a nice pick for 40. But, again, I go back, and for you guys that are just tuning in, um, you know, when you look at, at at, at, um, at Jeff Ireland, and, and again, I'm, 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 not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be an ass here, right? I'm mean, just not, but I'm, call, I'm calling it like it is. Okay, honesty, right? Uh, I like him. I, I did not want him to go to, go to Denver, right? With um, with, with Peyton, I, I think there's a place for him here in New Orleans, and, and I think that again, you know, obviously he's not worried about the title because he's just a general manager. They seem to all be working in concert there, but uh, he has not done well with big men early. He's not done been, done, done with uh, big men, period. Okay. Undrafted free management market, he's done well. Middle-round picks, he's done pretty well. Struggled with these early big-man picks. Most have been bust. They've not lived up to, the, to again, their draft position. Uh, Said in the first hour, you got the, 2017 was his first draft. He ended out the park. Ramshek, Hendri- Hendrickson, Alcuin, Muhammad, all starters in this league. Hendrickson and Al-Quinn Al- Quinn- Quinn- Muhammad, if you still had them here in New Orleans, we wouldn't be talking about pass rushing and, and try, trying to get to, the, try, trying to get the quarterback. Both those two guys, again, in their career, are some of the best, two, two of the best pass rushers in the NFL. Hendrickson more than Al-Quinn Muhammad, who has been solid for, for the Colts. And Ramshek has been, again, one of the best right tackles in football. He's just been injured. I mean, but here are the busts. Davenport, Ruiz, Turner, Rick Leonard, as you heard uh, Larry talk about, talked about earlier. Jury's out on, on, on Penning and Young. Well, again, Penning, again, with the injuries, and Landon Young, who came in, what is it, a seventh round pick, sixth round pick, who, again, has come in as a, he was an all SEC performer in Kentucky. He's kind of been that rotational player. Can, can, he, can he slide into the right tackle position if necessary? Can, can, can he play, again, if you got injuries for a long period of time? We don't know that. Okay, the only two that really have panned out is McCoy, right, and Will Clapp. Again, another late-round pick who ended up, again, is starting for the Chargers. So he hasn't done well with big-man picks. So we'll see what's going to happen now with, again, his first and second-round picks. Um, And that's just being honest about what the situation is here. Both guys on paper look like, again, they jump off the charts. But so do a lot of the guys that they picked before. So uh, Brzee is a guy that, that again, is going to have to be uh, healthy in order to make an impact. Uh, and, and Fossey's going to put a little bit of muscle on, but man, he's another guy that can chase. He's fast, and again, he's got all... I mean, look, he did it in a pretty good conference, right? I mean, you know, Notre Dame, again, for the most part, they're playing a pretty decent schedule. Now, they can play some cupcakes, uh, but he was consistent there. Uh, Miller, I mentioned it to Larry. I, I would have liked to have seen Spears here, but I said this in the first hour. When you look at the Saints, they weren't looking for uh, a Kamara clone. They were looking for a, and I don't want to say Mark Ingram clone, but a big back, right? They needed that last year desperately. Um, you know, um, Miller fits the bill. Let's see again. He's going to get a, a chance to start right away. And I don't mean start, but in the rotation. Uh, because Camaros uh, going to be gone. It's going to be him and Williams rotating that backfield. So we'll find out what he's like, what he's going to be like early. If he can be a guy that can make an impact. Uh, so, so, uh, Saltaveri. He's going to have to move in the guard. That's another project, right? He's been a right tackle his whole career uh, at Old Dominion. He says he's 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 a football player, right? He's a lineman. So maybe he can play multiple positions. Maybe he is your future guard, tackle, rotational guy. Maybe he is your starting right guard as of next year, right? Maybe he is. You know, maybe again, maybe he's taking Ruiz's place. Maybe he's taking Pete's place on the left side. Only time's going to tell. Hayner, I had no problem with the pick because next year you're getting a bench story pick. Um, uh, They like the quarterback. He's a Breeze clone. We'll see if he can beat Drew Breeze. Okay. Uh, Arm strength is the biggest question there. We'll find out pretty quickly in training camp if he can throw, again, uh, a pro-style quarterback ball. If he can get the ball uh, to the outside. If he can throw the ball over the middle with velocity and accuracy uh, against NFL defenders, okay? Can, can you make the throws? That's all. He's got the accuracy. Uh, he is, you know, he can be an understudy to again um, another guy from, from Fresno State and Derek Carr. Um, you know, he's he's been a fan of Breeze his whole life. War number nine, Saints gear. Another guy wanted to be in New Orleans, right? So we'll see. Could be a could be a perennial backup. Might be a backup for the rest of his career. Okay, might be one of those guys. Fourth-round pick, okay? Um, did have to give up a little bit more to get it up to Chicago, but I give the Saints a lot of credit. They saw what was going on in the fourth round. They realized it was going to be a run-on lineman. They wanted their guy. They moved up and got him. Got no problem with that. Got no problem with that. Um, Howden, the, the fifth-round pick out of uh, out of Minnesota, he is, he's a uh, free safety, but again, a guy that can play in the box, uh, can play the slot for you possibly. We'll see. Uh, Played a lot of football for Minnesota. A lot of football for Minnesota in a pretty decent conference, okay? Not a great conference, not the SEC, but it's not a bad conference, okay? And and it's a physical conference. So um, we'll see how that translates to the NFL. I got no problem with A.T. Perry, with the exception of they overpaid. And that's all. That's the only thing. To me, if you're giving up Troutman, that's enough. You don't have to throw the seventh-round sweetener in there. Too sweet had to give up another sweetener. OK, just don't understand. it. OK, you got back into the sixth round. You gave up a player that you gave up, again, a third a fourth, a fifth and a sixth and a seventh round pick for. OK, a few years ago, you gave up almost a draft for, 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 again, a kid out of Dayton. That was supposed to be your next, again, starting tight end for the next 10 years. Troutman tells the Denver media today he asked to be traded. He asked to be traded because the Saints wanted to use him more as an inline blocker and he is more of a receiving tight end and they weren't allowing him to do the things he wanted to do. Now maybe he flourishes in Denver with with uh, Peyton. But remember, he didn't fly flour- as as Larry pointed out, he didn't flourish here in New Orleans with Peyton. So we'll see. So Peyton had to get the sweetener out out, out of Luma stuff. I mean, that was a thing when I, when I, when I, as soon as I, I was as soon as I, I was told about the pick, I was like, "Okay, for what?" And they threw the sweetener and I'm like, Two sweets got to throw the sweetener in every time. So, I don't get it with Loomis. But let me say this. The kid could be a nice receiver for this team. Uh, you heard Larry say, projected third-round pick, third to fourth round. They got him in the sixth. Um, there's some character issues there, which nobody's ever been able to uh, – I looked all yesterday and today trying to figure out what the character issues. I couldn't find it, okay? So – Hopefully it's something that is going to linger into his pro career, maybe a mistake he made as, as, as again, what, you know, a young kid going to college. Let me ask you a question, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not trying to be a jerk. How many of your kids, okay, how about you yourself looking in the mirror, mistakes did you make when you were that age? Okay, I'm not talking about fatal mistakes, you know, with, with guns and stuff, but mistakes, right? Things that, again, maybe you're glad people either don't know or, again, that, again, that you've, that you've been able to come back from. I do give a little bit of a, a leeway to college kids because we all made mistakes back then. We all made mistakes. Nobody had a lot of mistakes we don't want people to know about today, right? So I'll give the kid a pass here. We'll see again what's going to happen. He comes in here with a good head on his shoulders. If he can put some muscle on and he can make the contested catches, uh he's gonna be able to um he's he's gonna be able to make this team. Okay. Now, this does not preclude them, in my opinion, from going out and getting a veteran receiver. They need one you got to be able to count on a veteran. You cannot go in, again, with a young receiving core and Michael Thomas, who, again, you don't know if you can count on. You can't do it. You need another veteran receiver. Who that is, I don't know. Uh, I don't think, again, the picking of, uh, of Fosse at this point precludes you from getting a veteran defensive end because, again, he may be a guy that might take a year or so to be able to round into an NFL form. Look, at Cam Jordan, remember, Cam played in his, in his rookie year. He didn't record a sack, right? I mean, it took him a while. He's the all-time sack leader for the Saints now. Okay, it took him a year or so to kind of get acclimated to the NFL game. Uh, this might be the same situation here. So, again, some pretty good defensive ends on the on the market right now. Would that cost you a compensatory pick? Uh, I'm, I'm saying to myself, what are you waiting for in New Orleans? See me, I would have struck the next day. So we'll see again how that plays out. Um, uh, so... Again, the draft, I gave it a B. And I gave it a B because, again, I thought at the very, at the very least, the Saints went out and, and were able to um, fill needs. And that's all you're asking for. Now, the undrafted free agents, defensive back uh, Anthony Johnson out of Virginia, defensive tackle Jerron Cage out of Ohio State, um, uh, punter Lee, Lee, Lou Henley out of Miami, uh, he might have a shot here, based on again how inconsistent the punting's been for the Saints. Um, Cy Bennett uh, out, out of, uh, I'm sorry, side Barnett out of Davenport, a wide receiver. Uh, again, um, he's like uh, like Hardy and Rasheed, uh, you know, coming out coming from from a small school. Um, they've got running backs to uh Thompson out of Texas Tech. Um, uh, Center Alex Filstrom uh, out, out of Illinois. It's another, another uh, again, coming out of the Big Ten. Um, uh, tight end Joel Wilson out of, out of Central Michigan. Uh, Mark Evans uh, out of Arkansas Pine Bluff. Last time they got a guy out of Arkansas Pine Bluff, he ended up being one of the greatest uh, linemen in the history of the Saints. Uh, left tackle Teron Armstead. Uh, Evans is a left tackle uh, by trade as well. Um, Anthony Orgy, the... Uh, uh, linebacker out of Vanderbilt. They need some help at linebacker still. Shaq Davis, wide receiver out of South Carolina State. Uh, this was mentioned by either uh, John Hendricks or Renee Nato. This player on 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 the TV show as a guy to watch. HBCU uh, player coming in. Um, and then they gave him the largest guarantee of all of all the uh, the, the players uh, that they brought in. He's a six foot four receiver, uh, and, and might have a shot at the roster. And of course, the kid I really like. And I just hope he gets a shot here. And he's going to make it on special teams. The only way he's going to do it is Nick Anderson out, out of Tulane. I did not see a lot of difference between Dorian Williams and Nick Anderson. Did you? I mean, I just did, did you see a, a lot of difference between those two guys on the field? I did not. The difference was size. And that's it. Measurables. But you can't measure a heart. Okay? You can't measure a heart. And you don't look any further. Again, one of the greatest linebackers in the history of the game. Member of the Dome Patrol, Sam Mills, the Field Mouse, who again, uh, who again, Anderson kind of plies his game after, right? Uh, and what he was able to do. Now we'll see. Is he Sam Mills? Sam Mills is in the Hall of Fame. This guy's an undrafted free agent. But uh, again, I'm I'm so glad the Saints got him because I, I'd like again. Saints give their undrafted free agents a realistic chance of being able to make the team. Uh, he could be a special teams guy for this team. And, again, if he, if he continue to have this type of heart and, and, and play at the level he did at Tulane, he can make an impact for this team one day. We'll see. Uh, Blake Groupie is, is a kicker out of Notre Dame. Uh, he'll come in and give Will Lutz some competition. Uh, Will Lutz, Lutz needs competition, okay? Uh, I'm going to tell you right now. Uh was not happy with neither uh, the punter nor the, uh, nor the kicker for the Saints last year. I think I think both guys and I'm not just saying rookie competition here, I think Blake Gilligan again when it comes to um, punts under pressure, he melts, okay something Morstead never did. he's got a leg a cannon for a leg, but you can't shank the punt when you need a strong long punt with with again hang time to be able to flip the field and he did that consistently since he's been here in the starting position uh, that he's got to get he's got to get it uh, between the ears. Now, he's got the, he's got the ability, but again, he doesn't have between the ears right now. Uh, and Lutz has been just on a free fall. Now, maybe that's injury, right? But also, again, he was a guy that you could count on nails, uh, but kickers, man. You know, when they lose their confidence, it's over. Hopefully, again, Will will get his confidence back, but he needs some competition. Both these guys cannot go into camp without competition. Are the Saints better today than they were on last Thursday? Let me see. Last Wednesday, I don't know. I think they got some players that have potential to make them better. I think they got some guys that again can be rotational players from right now. Maybe a couple guys that could come here and start and be starters for the next ten years. But I still say we don't know uh, because again, it's a jump from the collegiate to to the uh, to the pro game. Are there any can't miss prospects on 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 this um, in this draft? No, they're not. E- even proceed the, uh, the 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 their top pick. Uh, with, with the injury, with the injury situation, you know, Perry could come in and play when you got Kawan Baker, uh, Edwards, Kirk, Keith Kirkwood, Michael Thomas, Sheed Shahid, Shahid, Smith, uh, Traquan Smith, Kurt Merrick, and, and Chris Olave as your, as your wide receiving core. There's a, there's an opening there. Okay. There's an opening there. Um, offensive line. We know that they need some help there, especially at the guard position. Okay. Right now. Um, We'll see if uh, uh, Salivari can come in and do that, uh, can help him there. Miller's going to get a chance to play because Thomas is going to be out. Uh, uh, Fosky's going to be able to come in, and and, and, and he's going to compete with Grandison and Turner, okay, unless they bring another veteran in. So he's got a chance to be in the rotation at the very least, right? And you know Brazis is going to be in the rotation uh, for the uh, defensive attack position if he can stay healthy. Holden, we'll see. Uh, maybe again he's the guy that starts off with special teams. But again, if um, Marcus May is suspended, then there's an opening there. Who do you have there? Abram, J.T. Gray, Smoke Monday, Teron Matthew May, and, and 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 that's it. That is a still a need for a veteran. Let's not kid ourselves here. J.T. Gray is a great is a great special teams player, but come on, ladies and gentlemen, if you got to put him in a defensive backfield, you're in trouble. Smoke Monday has not been able to prove he can, he can he can duplicate what he did at Auburn. Um Jonathan Abram could not get it done, okay, in in coverage for the Las Vegas Raiders. Good against the uh, uh, when you put him in a box, but put him in coverage and he got burned. So there's an opening there at uh, at, at the at the uh, safety position. So we'll see. Again, still need a linebacker. Still need a veteran wide receiver. Still need a veteran defensive end that can can pass rush. Um, Tight end is a position of need now. You traded away Troutman. You got Juwan Johnson, Taysom Hill, uh, Lucas Crow, uh, and a bunch of undrafted free agents. Okay? So, Crow was an undrafted free agent, right? We'll see how it plays out. So, there's still some work to do for the New Orleans Saints at, at positions of need. Tight end, as I mentioned. Pass rushing defensive end. Um... Also, again, uh, possibly safety, which I think they need help that, and uh, and maybe another offensive lineman. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at Acadian Custom Shutters. Let me ask you. Let me say this right to you right now. Um, you walked out your house this past weekend. Beautiful weekend uh, on on Sunday and what Friday. Um, are you happy with your backyard? Are, are you happy with your outdoor living space? Look, before you go build that outdoor kitchen or start making a move on that outdoor living space, call my friends at Acadian Custom Shutters. Remember, not to be uh, uh, um, confused with Acadian Custom Windows or any other Acadian company. They can help you maximize and beautify your outdoor living space. Okay? 985-893-3119. It's Acadian Custom Shutters. Awnings, patio covers, screen enclosures. Man, those motorized interior, exterior, roller of shade. You press the button, the shade comes down. Goodbye, Mr. Sun. Many other affordable options to extend that, uh, that outdoor living space. Uh, their expert crews are experienced uh, professionals. They use American locally-made uh, uh, source uh, quality products, right? American-made locally-sourced cool quality products. And they are experts in terms of, again, beautifying that outdoor space. Look, here's the easy part. Um, why don't you call my friends at Acadian Custom Shutters, let their design team come in and listen to what you want, what your dream is, what your, your imagination is telling you you'd like to do with your outdoor living space. And then they can help you create that. Um, before you get in there and start building outdoor kitchen, so many times they, you build something, then you got to come in you got to pull it all out because you did it wrong. Okay? Let them t- take you through the steps that you need to beautify that, out, that outdoor space, that living space. No longer will you walk out in the yard and go, man, I wish I could do something with this. Let my friends at Acadian Custom Shutters help you with that. Uh, go to their new improved website right now for their spring sale, their special offers on all products, and you'll get a visual of what I'm talking about, what I've been talking about now uh, for the last, this is my third month talking about this great company. Uh, Monroe is the owner. He will probably be the one that comes out to your home, sits down with you, and I can tell you this from my, my, my time with Monroe, we'll never never overpromise, but we'll overdeliver. It's truly a company you can trust. It's Acadian Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119 or Acadian Custom Shutters com All right, um, coming up on the other side of the break is going to be um, Mike Triplett of uh, of um, New Orleans. Football. We'll get his take on, on the draft. Um, and of course, I want to remind everybody that if you're in a market for a generator, uh, Burkhardt is the place to go. Still, a hundred generators in there. In, in there, uh, we got another. We got more generators in their um, warehouse waiting to be installed in your home or your business um they have experts when it comes to installing that generator if you got that income tax check coming in and you've been thinking about a generator don't wait until the first storms in the gulf now's the time to strike at burkhart they'll finance that generator for you over time if you'd like you'll get a new install quality check uh they'll handle everything for you they're, they're from planning to permit to inspection their dedicated generator team are experts and then look at service at the sale single day install uh a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need. Twenty-four-seven emergency service, maintenance service, maintain that generator for you year-round. Come on, man, they're a one-stop shop. Increase your property value, give you peace of mind. Get a generator from, uh, from Generac generator from Burkhardt. That's ACPromise.com. That's ACPromise.com. All right, we we uh, we uh, move into again another another interview segment. Hang tight. Listen from listen. Uh, listen to again our uh, our great sponsors as we go into this break. We come back. It'll be Mike Triplett of um, uh, New Orleans Dot Football, and of course his thoughts on the uh, twenty twenty three Saints draft. Don't move.
3: This report is sponsored by Discover. Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome at the end of your first year. They automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right, everything you've earned doubled. The cash back from trips, restaurants, all doubled. Seriously, though, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com match. Plenty of it going on in our area. Stop and go flow on the Crescent City Connector eastbound between Whitney and O'Keefe. 10 westbound causeway to Loyola. Stop and go in Metairie. Also 610 eastbound uh, between Broad and the I-10 merge. 610 westbound between Canal and I-10. Slow traffic Lakeview, uh, North Claiborne at Fats Domino Avenue. Accident working South Claiborne at Jackson Avenue. Michael Higgins from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center.
0: For 51 years, my friends over at Southern Tire have been taking care of New Orleans vehicles. That's right, since 1972. Are you kidding me? Uh, again, uh, the Piazza family uh, been there on on site, making sure again the New Orleans vehicles are taken care of. Tony Piazza senior, Tony Piazza junior, Tony's uh, daughter Jen, his wife, uh, all on site every single day. Uh, they're your one-stop shop: quality auto repairs, auto repairs, pardon me, and the best deal on tires. Right now is the time to strike. Uh, so many of again the national brands, the big-time brands have sales right now through Southern Tire. Check them out at southerntire.com, or again head on over to Southern Tire. Wheels and tires of the 30-inch. You could finance it over time as well. And then, of course, maybe you need, again, uh, your vehicle are tuned up. Maybe, again, you're having some issues with your vehicle. And it's out of warranty. Man, everybody's looking for a mechanic shop you can trust, right? I trust Southern Tire. Southern Tire has the same diagnostic equipment at the dealership has. they got ASC-certified technicians just like the dealership. And those ASC-certified technicians have been with uh, Southern Tire, in some cases, for decades. You probably already know them by name if you're a customer. Also, again, making sure that, again, you're taken care of with even more diagnostic equipment than you get at the dealership. That's the mark of my friends over at Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline and Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6. Saturday services, they know you're working during the week, right? 8 to 3. 504-737-1558. Again, southerntire.com is where you find out all the services they provide for their customers. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline and Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. Back to Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with Yule six one hundred six point one FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Mike Triplett is with New Orleans dot does a great job covering the Saints. One of the senior members of the Saints media, and uh, a guy that I love having on this program. Mike, welcome to the show. How are you, buddy?
5: Thanks for having me, Eric. How are you?
0: Doing great, Mike. You know, I got to let you. I got to let you uh, hype the uh, uh, the Chick Fil A on the West Bank. What's all about it, bud?
5: Shoot, yeah, that's. Uh... Uh, my wife opened that in January. I help out where I can, but mostly uh, just, you know, the hype man. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, they do great things, obviously. It's a great well-run restaurant. Um, you know, customer service is top-notch, but also really getting involved in the community there. It's really important yep. to her. So uh, thanks for bringing it up. And it's Address? Right, it right on the corner of General Begall and Holiday, yep.
0: Beautiful. All right, guys, get out there And again. Remember, that's Mike Triplets' family handling that. Get out there, and uh, if you're going to go Chick Fil A, go go Triplets Chick Fil A. How's that?
5: <laughs> exactly.
0: There you go. Uh, how about how about New Orleans not football? Tell us about tell about how folks can subscribe. You guys did a really good job with the draft.
5: I appreciate that. Yeah, look, I, I mean, if you subscribe now for your nine bucks, you're going to load up on on everything we wrote about the draft. You can see how right we were leading up to the draft. Um, I don't want to take too much credit, though, because the Saints actually kind of like followed, followed the obvious blueprint. And when's the last time they did that? They picked, like, the best available player at, at, at everyone's top position and B, like, with each passing round. But uh, we hit on some of those players before and after the draft. Uh, but we're also making, you know, huge expansion right away this week. The, the brand-new website debuted today. Uh, Brooke Kirchhofer from WWL joined our team great uh
6: That's two three times
5: a week um, and she joined us in today's podcast we're going daily mm-hmm. now PJ's an ideal market joined us as sponsors so uh, it's just getting bigger and bigger over there uh, mostly because uh, people are supporting us so I really appreciate good. that
0: congratulations and uh, good good work as always um, overall, before we kind of get into the picks, just your overall grade on the draft, and we know this. This is like I said today earlier. I think this is one of those drafts you got to kind of wait three years before you want to go and say again boom or bust. Uh, but again, just your thoughts uh, on a grade here. Well, it's funny.
5: I saw I, I've only seen two Saints draft grades when I was scrolling through Twitter, and they were both a B minus. Um, uh, which is funny that they happen to both be the same thing. But I think part of that is a product of the fact that they had the 29th pick. I mean, mm-hmm. it's hard to get an A or an A-plus if you don't get, you know, a top-ten prospect. They weren't in position to get a top-ten prospect. And then, you know, the other thing they didn't necessarily do is they didn't necessarily have the quote-unquote steal of the draft where they got somebody in round two that everyone had ranked, you know, 15th overall right. or whatever. But aside from that, I don't know how you can't love this draft. I mean – um, you know, they, they, I think we all agreed that the defensive line was a must for this team. I ranked it as defensive tackle being the number one need for this team and defensive end being the number two need for the team heading into the draft. And That's exactly what they did, one, two. I mean, it was the one area where they kind of got weaker in free agency by design. Uh, they were not very competitive in trying to keep David Onyemata or Marcus Davenport. They felt like they could upgrade those spots but they didn't upgrade those spots in free agents both of them uh in the draft and just right away you feel so much better about that position which i think if anyone was concerned about this team the depth of the defensive line was probably the biggest reason to be concerned and and now you feel a lot better about that um i probably had running back ranked as the third or fourth need and especially Mm -hmm. the need to get younger at running back behind the 28 year olds alvin Kamara, and uh Jamal Williams and I had written a lot about how much value there is to be had by really all NFL teams should draft running backs in the third round uh, every few years and just turn them in and out um, because unfortunately um, as valuable as running backs are, they age really quickly at that position. So I love the value of, of the, you know, picking a running back in, in the third round. I know a lot of people would have loved Ty J Spears, but but they had their choice. They went at the beginning of a long run of running backs. They had first choice, and, and Kendrick Miller's the one they like best. Uh, so I like that. And then, you know, the three picks, get into that. It's a lot harder to project how well they're going to do. I think everybody would be interested to watch a, a quarterback who, who has molded himself after Drew Brees is a fellow six-foot guy who, uh, and Jay Kaner. Uh, but mm-hmm. obviously nobody's going to make that lofty of a comparison. A.T. Perry, Wake Forest, uh big receiver uh, who put up monster numbers in college. I think he'll probably be a fan favorite in training camp when he's just using that big body and nobody's got any pads on to, to right. look like a world beater out there. So it, it, it's really hard not to like the way they they just hit on all their positions and need.
0: I think, the, 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 I think you hit on it. it was a need that they went and, and took care of their needs in this draft. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and that was one of the things, I mean, you look right down the line, they needed a guard, uh, you know, now that they're, they're not picking up the option of Ruiz, where I think all of us figured when $14 million hanging out hanging out there, there's no way they're doing that. Uh, you know, they, they basically turned Pete into a one-year player now. Yeah. So yep. needed to needed a guard, right? Uh, you needed another running back. Camaro's going to be, going to be, uh, suspended and you still needed a big back anyway, right? Um, yep. Uh, With what you got at at defensive end right now and and an aging uh, Cam Jordan, you needed another defensive end uh, that that could rush the passer. You got that. You needed an interior defensive lineman that could rush the passer. Only red flag there is, again, often injured, right, Uh, with with Brzee's. And then the quarterback. You need a quarterback. You need a third quarterback that you can groom. And this is a guy that is a Breeze clone. So why not again? At least take the shot there. I mean, even though he may not be Breeze, they needed a safety with the safety position. If you look at the safety position on the depth chart, they needed a safety. And then and yep. then Perry. They need they needed a wide receiver. I mean, so yeah. I I like that they did. They got all the, the positions they needed. Though,
5: if you need one of everybody at every position, I guess yeah. You, <laughs> feel you need that. But look, so there's another thing the Saints did. Um, for the first time in, in uh, eight years, they, right. uh, they sat on their hands for three rounds, and they, 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 they made the phone calls, but they yes. showed some restraint, and they actually made all three of their first three picks right. before the flood of trade started on the third day of the draft. So um, the guard, I didn't mention the guard when I was going through the rundown. That was mm-hmm. another big need that I think we all ranked as, as a top five need for this team. And they did finally make their first trade uh, on the fourth day of the draft. So they went up and got him as actually the first player picked in round four. Um, you know, so obviously you know he went like a hundred and third. Obviously,
6: mm-hmm.
5: obviously, I think you know I didn't get an exact number, but I think you can feel pretty confident that they probably got four of you know their top eighty guys on the board or whatever, and 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 four alone, even if even if the fourth and fifth and sixth rounders. Beyond that, don't don't pan out. Um, if you find four impact players, you know four top eighty players. That's that. You know, who couldn't want that out of a draft? You know, especially when you Agreed. consider this is a, a draft that they started without a first round pick because Trevor mm-hmm. Penning is their first round pick. Yeah. Um, so you add whatever he's able to go on and do to this draft class too. That that makes it all the better.
0: Who do you think could either player or players that could be instant impact for this team?
5: Yeah, I don't know that there is anybody that I'm immediately seeing as instant impact. I, I think that would have been hard to ask from the 29th spot or the 40th spot, too. But since defensive line is is such a rotation position, um, and they want to have seven or eight guys who are all playing 30, 40, 50 snaps in a rotation, uh, if Brazee and, uh, and Foskey, and, and mostly Brizee, he's the one, Um, that they really needed somebody to to give you defensive tackle snaps. Uh, Foskey could help early, but, you know, he's also more of a long-term replacement for for Cam Jordan. But uh, uh, just the fact that two guys now, your defensive line, you were like, ooh, that looks kind of thin. I'm worried, you know, if anybody goes down, who do you got? Now you add one-two punch to that defensive line. I mean, Brzee is is the guy who's going to make the biggest impact. I don't think that means he's going to come out and have eight sacks as a rookie. Um, Nick and I were just talking on the podcast today. We had both kind of done, oddly enough, different research. I was looking at – first I looked at Cedric Ellis, and I looked at uh, Sheldon Rankins, the other two high picks the Saints had made at that position. But I also looked at the guys who are the best in the league right now, Quentin Williams and Chris Jones and – uh, Jeffrey Simmons, everybody but Aaron Donald, um, they were slow starters too. They didn't come right out of the gate and have eight, ten sacks as rookies before they became all pros. But if he just, if he just becomes, you know, probably the best of of the defensive tackle rotation, but a big part of that defensive tackle rotation, it just helps the entire defensive line as a whole.
0: Um, when you look at this, um, this draft, maybe uh, someone that may surprise. And, yeah. You know, that maybe we're not looking at that was, whoa, I didn't think that I didn't think he could do that or you know, my, I don't think he would be taking, getting that much playing time. Is is there a player is there a player in this draft that you look at him and you know, go that that could be that, that could be that player?
5: Yeah, I mean I suppose uh um the guard in round four because he's not penciled into the starting mm-hmm. lineup right now, uh but unfortunately what we've seen with uh uh the offensive line in recent years. The injuries have really hit this team hard. I think it was the yes. the biggest thing that took this team down two years ago. Um on mm-hmm. you know, obviously they lost James Winston, they lost Michael Thomas, but um they could barely field an offensive line the second half of the season and it really showed uh James Hurst became so valuable for the team. Um you know and, and now you go into this season and there's an injury question mark with Andrews Pete, with mm-hmm. Caesar Ruiz, with Trevor Penning, with always unfortunately Ryan Ramchak. Um, that you know, there, there's a path to all of a sudden the rookie ends up starting 14 games and 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 becoming a, a huge value for this team. I think the best case scenario is he doesn't start any, but um, but when you use the word surprise, I think I think that's the you know the one that there's not a clear path to playing time right now, but they'll be very glad that they address that position if they end up needing it.
0: Right. Um, how active do you think with 14 million to spend? Uh, they will be in post-draft free agency because there's some players out there uh, that could come in and help immediately, defensive end. Um, obviously, they need a tight end. I could say they could need a veteran receiver. We can maybe, again, make a case for a veteran safety. Um, linebacker is a position that they did not address in the draft. Uh, how active do you think they'll be in? What position do you think they'll, they'll be active with?
5: Yeah, I would have called it a must. I did call it a must uh, in in a couple shows leading up to the draft. If they had not um, done what they did with a tackle and an end, I think they would have had to have been out in free agency right away. Sort of, you know, what they did with uh, Tyron Matthew and Jarvis Landry this time last year. Um, I don't know that they have to do that, a defensive tackle or defensive end now because they added the two defensive linemen with, you know, the two top 40 picks. Uh, It's still possible, though, Um, but I think tight end would be the the position I would look at as the most likely one, because not only did they not draft a tight end, they also traded away Adam Troutman, and that's a lot of snaps, even though it hasn't been a lot of production. He was playing a lot of snaps for this team. Uh, I guess that's possible, that they feel pretty good about the outlook for Foster Moreau potentially coming back and being able to contribute this season, but... That position more than any other, I would not be surprised to see them add one more veteran still in free agency. Linebacker, I think they could use more linebacker depth. I think that was a position where you could use young depth. I mean, if, if you're confident Demario Davis and Pete Werner are going to start for you, then any veteran you sign in free agency is, is sort of just sitting behind the glass in case of emergency. But uh, um, but that, that's, that, those tight end and linebacker are the two positions they did not address that they most needed to address.
0: The trade from, of Troutman to the, to Denver with a seventh round sweetener in it, based on what you put up to get Troutman a few yeah. years ago, which was ridiculous amount of picks, and then of course him saying to the Denver media today he wanted out, he asked for a trade uh, because he was not being utilized as a passing uh, tight end, more of an inline blocking tight end. First of all, your thoughts on the sweetener. Um. Uh. With, with should have been a, a straight trade for the pick for for Troutman, and and then of course his comments about being about not being utilized correctly.
5: Yeah, I don't mind this. I don't mind the sweetener because it was actually the third to last pick in the draft, is what they they sent them. There were only two picks behind the Saints. Uh, it was their compensatory seventh round pick, two picks away from Mister Irrelevant. Uh, so so obviously you know they probably got the same guy a sign for them uh, as an undrafted rookie that they would have taken in that spot anyway uh, but it's just ridiculous that there had to be a sweetener like <laughs> how can <could, laughs> right. you just not be like six round pick for Adam Troutman done no you have to give us the third to last pick in the draft that's crazy but um, <laughs> I think these, these trades have become preposterous in the NFL all right. the sweeteners that get added like <laughs> Why is it that oh, they sentence
0: frustrate sentence me to no, no end? end? <laughs> um,
5: um, but, uh, but yeah, look, I don't blame Adam Trump for what he said. And I, I said this earlier today. I don't even think it was necessarily accusatory. It, it was just okay. the truth. He wasn't getting that opportunity in New Orleans. Now, was it because he failed to capitalize on his opportunities earlier in his career? Was it because mm-hmm. he wasn't developing the way? They thought he was developing. I mean, we obviously all had high expectations for him when they made that trade, but I I thought he was going to be a pass catcher for this team. This team badly needed uh, more pass catchers over the last two years, and and he didn't step up into that role for whatever reason. I agree. So whether – I mean, and he was getting tons of snaps. I mean, he was on the field a lot. He was, you know, 60% of the offensive snaps and even more earlier in his career. Um, so it just wasn't happening here, and I, and I knew from talking to people leading up to the draft, they had their eyes on improving the, the tight end position and thinking they needed to improve in a lot of areas, and, and obviously, Joan Johnson's role has grown um, in recent years, so yeah, it just was not happening for him here. I would want to change the scenery too if I were him now. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean he's this incredible talent and the Saints used him the wrong way necessarily. Uh, it could mean that they gave him an opportunity, and he didn't deliver on it. You know, you don't really need to finger point. Uh, it's pretty obvious to everyone that he, he didn't develop here, and a change of scenery is probably a good idea.
0: Um, when you look at this draft, and we know that the fingerprints of the past drafts have been Sean Payton, is this a draft with, with Dennis Allen's fingerprints all over it?
5: Um, I mean, you could obviously say that because they went uh, – defensive uh, lineman with the first two picks. Um, so you could say that, but I think Dennis Allen's philosophy has matched with the Saints draft philosophy mm-hmm. a lot. I mean, that idea of big defensive linemen, big linebackers, um, um, not liking the tweener guys, not liking the 235 edge rusher, pound edge rusher, not liking the 220 pound linebacker, not liking the five foot nine cornerback. Mm-hmm. That was true in Dennis Allen's first stint with the Saints. It's been true since he's come back with the Saints. But it was also true when Dennis Allen was gone. It was true before Jeff Ireland. It's been true since Jeff Ireland. It's it's a it's a philosophy that has sort of been shared. Um, You know, Sean Payton and Jeff Ryland both come from Bill Parcells. It's a Bill Parcells philosophy, but Dennis Allen obviously runs one of the best 4-3 defenses in the league. Uh, He likes big defensive ends in part because he likes having the best run defense in the league, which they've had for several years until it faltered last year. So uh, it's hard to say we saw in the draft anything that was different than the same philosophy. You know, they've been drafting big defensive ends in the first round since... (laughs) Frankly, since yep. Jim Hazlitt, uh, with Darren Howard yep. and Charles that's Grant, the truth. You ain't kidding, uh, and Will Smith and you know, mm-hmm. I mean um so it's hard to say that for sure. Um, but there's no question that his input has increased. He's the head coach now. Yep. Um and, and he now has a couple of draft classes and he has a couple of free agency cycles. Um so he's playing with his roster, that's
0: for sure. Yep, and he feels much more. You can see, he feels much more. He definitely comfortable picked the quarterback as well. <laughs> yep, yeah, no doubt. Mike, thanks for the time, bud. Always appreciate it, man. Love having you on the program. Let's do it again soon.
5: Hey, I always appreciate you, Eric. Thanks.
0: There he goes, at Mike Trippett on, on Twitter. New Orleans.Football is the site. All right, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACPromise.com, ACPromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. After hours service for you, uh, AC breaks down. You need help. They're there for you. Only doing the work that's necessary. Truly a company can trust. It's Burkhardt. That's ACPromise.com. That's ACPromise.com. I've trusted him for three decades. You can as well. That's Burkhardt, ACPromise.com. We'll be right back. Come on down to the Silver Slipper. Hi, this is John from the Silver Slipper Casino, and I have got some great news. Now, at 7 p.m. every night in the months of
1: April, May, and June, we're giving away a big 82 court. Bayou Classic Boil Pot Set. Now, this is the stainless steel pot, the steam basket, the jet burner, and the stainless steel paddle. And this pot is big enough to do a whole sack of crawfish at one time. So every day for three months, you can qualify to win this great prize at 7 p.m. each night. Silver Slipper Casino, just in time for crawfish season. We are proud to be your host on the coast.
3: Have a good time at the Silver Slipper. This report is sponsored by Discover. Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome at the end of your first year. They automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. The cash Cash back from trips, restaurants, all doubled. Seriously, though, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com match. See in the slow I-10 eastbound Reed Boulevard, still slow back towards Morrison, even though the accident is over on the shoulder now, not blocking any lanes of traffic. Metairie 10 westbound, 610 westbound from West End Boulevard to I-10 in Metairie, seeing the slow traffic there. South Claiborne Avenue at General Taylor Street, a crash. St. Claude at uh, St. Roche Avenue working an accident as well. Michael Higgins from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center.
0: All right, welcome back. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Certainly appreciate you guys checking out the program. The podcast will be up about a half an hour after the program ends. Uh, If you missed any of today's program, Larry Holder, we appreciate his time. Also, Mike Trippett of of, um, uh, New Orleans.Football, Larry Holder of The Athletic, both our guests today um also we thank all the sponsors sponsor our program go to ericastra.com for a slideshow sponsor sponsor our program uh choose your favorite sponsor click on the icon take it right to their website everything you need to know about those sponsors right there and again my appreciation to you the audience for supporting those sponsors supporting our program all these years uh as well hey coming up next on all access ross uh jackson of across uh, dot sports.com and also um brian lazar of tiger will join uh ken trahan uh, so you want some more good uh, Saints talk, uh, keep it right here. Uh, also, again, uh, uh, Brian will get you up to date on what's happening with the LSU uh, Baseball Tigers, number one in the nation uh, after what they swept uh, Alabama this weekend. And then, uh, of course, uh, uh, Haley Van Lith. How can you, how can you not uh, talk about that, going with the Lady Tigers? It's been a blast. Thanks to Rudy back at Studio. Thank you again for listening. We'll see you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock for another edition of Inside New Orleans. My name is Eric Cash. For the dog catch of the governor, that includes the mayor. They all got to go.
1: The Lord and I swear we ain't. We ain't going to lose no more without a fight. Better
3: do that right. I want y'all to